Alternative Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me, of course, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Dude, it's wrestling talk, brother. It's been a while, dude, so yes, we've got a lot of things going on in the wrestling world that is just, like, mind-boggling, man. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Let's get into this, because I'm telling you, there's there's a lot that I'm like, uh, they almost had me to the point where I was like, okay, I'm done with wrestling for a while because it's just like redundant and repetitive. But there's a lot of things going on this one. Two major superstar yeah. movements. Three. 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 Three from three major superstar movements. It's a little crazy. But uh, let's get into it. Let's start off with the. Uh, which one do you want to start off with? Should we start with. The former WWE superstar who's now AEW superstar. Let's do that since you already said it. All right. So that would be the rated R superstar. No longer as Edge, but Adam Copeland is now an AEW superstar. It's crazy, dude. I mean, uh, we know that he wanted to finish his career with Christian. Mm -hmm. So um, what better way to do it? But it's still weird for me because... Being a big Edge fan. An Edgehead? Yeah. (laughs) Man, uh, not seeing him on WWE television is kind of different. So. Yeah, it's different in the fact that it's because it's on another program. Yeah. Another promotion. Yeah. Um, It was weird when we had the, we got kind of used to it after a few years after his injury that we thought he was done wrestling for for good. and it was hard because it's like, it's Edge, you know. I, I know I didn't really care for Edge, but I also really loved the rivalries he had going on and all that stuff. And That's only because you didn't get to see all the all the um, tag team stuff with him and Christian. If you probably watched him from then, you would understand the whole Edge thing and whatever. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Edge, mm-hmm. edge is Edge and... There's been a lot of controversy, you know, revolving around his whole career and right. things like that, and being the rated R superstar. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, but I've always been a proponent of even if I don't really care for a character or a wrestler in particular, I still would rather have them go out on their career on their own terms rather than have it taken from them. Yeah. Um, and I'm so happy he got to come back, got to wrestle, uh, and just the. I I sit on on a soapbox forever saying that this is on WWE's fault because it is. Yeah, and and I mean I know I said the last time we did the the wrestling talk I said there would be real no reason for him to go over there, which really there there isn't. But at the same time, I mean, really, I mean, the dude wants to finish his career off on his terms. He wants to do it with. His fr- his best friend, and you know, who knows? Maybe put on some classics with guys he's never faced before. Yeah, so. I mean that's has been his plan too. Is you know the opportunities for never before seen matches, opportunities to be in rings with some other the 
great. You know, Sting, he's going to, first time he's going to be in there with Sting and stuff like that. So he's got that going on for him too. It's just, WWE, WWE just fumbled his return. Uh, they gave him the one They fumbled his return and they fumbled Christian's return. Like, well, they didn't even give Christian a return. They didn't even really give him Christian a chance, man. It's like, they just dude. gave him the pop to pop in circumstance, and then yeah. that was it for the Royal Rumble. You know, just to have that one little moment with Edge, and then that was it. Um, you know, Edge got the one title opportunity. Um, of course, then they forced it into a triple threat match because Daniel Bryan, now Bryan Danielson, was leaving. So they wedged that in there and made it really kind of weird that it was in there and of course internet you gotta love the internet just came with the means on forcing the triple threat on with daniel bryan yeah especially my favorite one obviously was when uh godzilla versus kong movie was coming out and they put a daniel bryan on the poster go now it's a triple threat <laughs> that was still my favorite <laughs> or the memes were like that's a nice trip that's a nice title match you got there to be ashamed of yeah, it got turned into one. a triple threat match. That was, and then it's got Daniel Bryan's face all over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was great. Um, but other than that, I mean, and the opportunities that you fail to get by having Christian and Edge team up one more time, uh, there's a lot of good tag teams now that would have been great to see them go up against Christian and Edge. Uh, the New Day would have been fun. Oh, it definitely would have been fun. Um, you know, the Bloodline versus Christian and Edge. Oh, yeah. You know, just because the Usos at the time, you know, obviously they're split now. But, right. You know, at the time it would have been cool to see the Usos versus Edge and Christian. I mean, you know, uh, let's see. The Street Profits would have got a great, great run with that too. Yeah. I mean, you know, just a lot of opportunities just gone to the wayside. And it was, you know, unfortunate to me anyways. Uh, yeah, definitely, man. It, it it really sucks that they dropped the ball in all all sorts of areas with it. But the fact that he's carrying on, and uh, you know, it, it's just still just kind of weird for me to see him somewhere else. I'm like, look, this is like this is like a alternate universe type thing, right? Did we just slip across the multiverse somewhere? Yeah, it's starting to seem like it, isn't it? That's I mean, because I really thought, like, okay, well, CM Punk's gone, and, like, I, I understand, you know, like, you know, he he is the victim of his own demise, but I also mm-hmm. thought, too, well, now you're going to have people hating on AEW because he left, and you're going to have them, because you got them Punk fans that are still on his, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, yeah. they're on the wagon and they can't jump off for some reason. Right. And uh, they're just enjoying the ride. I honestly thought that it would be kind of one of those things where AEW is kind of going downhill now. Because, I mean, you've already seen Cody leave and then mm-hmm. the whole stunt with CM Punk. I thought, okay, it's done. But you brought Edge over Adam. Adam Copeland. Adam Copeland. Yes, we got we got to correct that now. Yeah. Because you know Tony did it to to MJF corrected him. Yeah. When he started talking about all the talent and stuff on the roster, and he said Edge, and Tony goes, Oh, um, no, I mean, I mean, Adam Copeland. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's it's cool to see 
this because now you might be able to see Edge versus Chris Jericho again. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, something something's got to happen here, dude. I'm I'm excited. It kind of sucks because I was about ready to just kind of be like, I love wrestling, but I'm stepping away for a little bit. But you pulled me back in, damn it. <laughs> you pulled me back in. Plus, all these other things going on with WWE right now. There's two big signings with WWE. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, real quick though, I was a little shocked though that they let Edge keep everything, or sorry, Adam everything but Edge. Yeah, everything is going across except Edge. It's like, why? What's the point in that? Right. That you you let him have a song. His entrance is exactly the same. The same. Um, you know, you kept the rated R superstar. Um, he's also trademark other. Things that weren't really ever really used, but um, we've seen, you know, the kind of class, the shirt I got you. Yeah. Um, he's going to use that at some point. So, I mean, that's cool and stuff, but it's just like, just let him have that. It's not worth being a baby about, honestly. WWE is really weird about their names and their trademarks. And it's just, to me, it's like if a superstar takes that name and they make something of it, like, say, The Rock did, mm -hmm. you should give them the option to buy that right, right. and let them have it, dude. Yeah. So. Absolutely. All right, so coming towards WWE, or coming to WWE from AEW, the, <laughs> basically, the female Adondas, Jade Cargill. That yeah, was man. huge. That, huge signing. That's really huge because, like, she was their powerhouse, dude. She was, I mean, she's just a physical specimen, dude. Like, oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to see her in the ring, dude. Because you know she's going to go straight to the main roster. There's no way they're keeping her in NXT. Oh, I know. It's so, going to be very short-lived NXT run if they make her do yeah. an NXT run. Um, All I can say is, Mommy. You better watch out. Yes. Because watch out. <laughs> Jade can go with anybody. Mm -hmm. It don't matter. And you know what? She kind of basically had a little bit of a Goldberg run in AEW. Ooh, WWE, do you kind of see if you can match that or beat Let's it? Let's do it. Let's beat it, baby. That would be awesome. Kind of it'd be interesting to see what happens there. I mean, and it's not like it. she's not limited like Goldberg was. It's not spear, jackhammer, matches over. No, she's very athletic, man. So, don't get me wrong. I, I, and I then respect also, Goldberg. But. Then also we have Brian Pillman Jr. Yeah. I mean, what lineage have you brought? You've brought a second-generation superstar mm -hmm. from AEW to WWE. I know he's in NXT, but you know what? He's a young guy. Yeah. I mean, he could definitely use the the NXT as a good start before right. you bring him up to the main roster. And well, as we all know, Brian Pillman was was uh, his dad. You know, I I love the fact that they they brought him over, dude. And it just everybody's like, oh yeah, <laughs> Brian Pillman. And then it's like, oh, but look what AEW's got, Edge. I'm like, ugh. Like oh my god, dude! I, I mean, honestly, at this point though, if you're AEW, I think you kind of take that trade. Oh I mean, yeah, definitely. it's not really a trade, but I mean, a swap basically. 
yeah, I lost Jay Cargill and I lost Brian Pillman Jr., but I just brought in a huge fan base in with a yeah, definitely. Especially with on the heels of what happened with CM Punk, you need that because people like me who are big wrestling fans and stuff, we don't like to watch a bunch of drama and stupidness in the background. Right. Like, I it sucks because like I I was a big CM Punk fan, like I was from the time he was in ECW all the way till he was, you know, where he's at now. I've watched every every bit of it, dude. I've even went back and watched some of the Ring of Honor stuff that he was involved with. And mm-hmm. to me, it's just it sucks to see such good talent have such a damn ego. They can't put they can't put their shit behind them and just. Just do what you got to do. Right. He wasn't willing to take a backseat to younger talent. What did he bitch about with, with you know, The Rock and Cena and all them? Yeah. Same thing. What did he bitch about? They, they, wouldn't, ba- they wouldn't bow down or back down a little bit for talent to younger talent to have the opportunity to grow. They would squash their opponents and all that and, and not look, really put And them look what he did in AEW, dude. Yeah, I, I give up, man. He's a dumbass. He's a two-faced idiot mm-hmm. and i'm just done with it so it's good to see aew be able to move on from this and bring somebody like adam copeland in who mm-hmm. has a mind for the business can help some of this younger talent and also put on some good matches oh yeah absolutely it's going to be um entertaining to say but the yeah, least and, for AEW. and brian pelman jr you know fly and brian come on man yeah. so there you go We'll see what happens. Uh, we got, you know, other young talent and possibly can move over. We'll never know until we actually see it. And I heard a little something on uh, uh, the News Jacks 4 podcast. They talked about maybe Sheamus going to AEW. Well, wouldn't surprise me because so, I've heard his, he's not re- willing to re-sign a contract because he doesn't like the way he's been used. And who's his buddy? Yep. So his buddy's Adam Copeland, so... Right, you never know, and and I'm sorry, nothing. And I would Sheamus. love to see Sheamus and Claudius back together. Yeah, Claudio back together. Yeah, Claudio. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see what Sheamus is gonna be called, though. Right, he's like, it's not gonna probably not gonna be Sheamus. Later. It won't be Sheamus. But uh, no disrespect to Sheamus, I just don't like how that was his last match in WWE. Yeah, Sheamus. That was. Uh, and and I'm just I, the reason why I'm upset about it most is because. We just got Cena back for this run on SmackDown and also a couple of pay-per-views in a row. Why in the hell didn't we at least get Cena versus Edge? Just, yeah, for the ending. Why not? That would have been a good retirement match in WWE. Absolutely. Because guess what? You could still brand it as a career match. A career versus career match. Yeah, because he still could have been like, well, my career's done here, but it's not done here. Yeah. And I, you know, I could still just go on. And you'd be like, because... If you didn't really know anything outside of it, because there was, let's not forget, he did a video after that match against Sheamus, and he said he wasn't even sure if he wanted to wrestle again. He said he might, depending on the situation. Um, other than the fact that we knew, the only thing we knew for sure is if he was going to be done, he wanted to be done with Christian. Well, that one way to do that was to do with AEW, but the way he was talking, was like he's not even sure 100% that he really wants to continue. 
He also needs to make sure his kids are okay with him still doing all this because, you know, they're still pretty young. Their dad can't be around all the time if he's traveling. Yeah. Um, of course, then again, he did make a comment. He wouldn't mind if Beth can make her way over. That would be cool too, man. Cause then yeah. at least then they can all travel well, together. I, I don't like the fact that Beth came back and you pretty much made her valet. She could have had a good ass match with Rhea. Yeah, she, she, they, that could have been Rhea's like. Even if Rhea won, it could have been like her way to the top. Yeah, another push. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, a good legendary step up. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but it just irritated me. So you could have still done a career versus career match and not really known how it was going to finish between Cena and Edge. Yeah. Because, you know, Cena's at the point where he's kind of like ready to Cena's fade. A, I'm sorry, but Cena's an old man. <laughs> well, yeah. But I'm just saying, he's ready to like, fade off. Like, I'm sorry, but like him and Randy Orton, Randy Orton still could run circles around him. Yeah. But I was just, but I was just uh, saying, though, you know, Cena's get to that point where he's about ready to step back. Enough where you know he made me just pop in every now and then, like he's been doing. Maybe, but do, me, maybe do a little earnest segment. <laughs> God, will you get over that? Anyways, anyways, my point was is then you want you would have had the kfab of whose career is actually going to end. Yeah, you know, and it wouldn't you wouldn't have really got it. Spoiled. It would have been a better match. I will say that. Um, I do understand it as far as storyline goes, why they did it, but. At the same time, it would have been a better storyline if they would have went with John Cena. So. Absolutely. It did a career versus career match. Yep. All right. Speaking of John Cena, sir, are we ready to talk about Fastlane? Let's do it, bro. So Fastlane is oddly placed. It's after, a few days after my birthday. Well, actually, the day after my birthday. Yeah. Um, a few days from today. Yeah, by the way, happy birthday, dude. Thank we'll you. just put it out here. Uh, your birthday's tomorrow. Yes, sir. Uh, happy birthday. I appreciate it. Thank you. And if you're listening to this, it will be today. If it's after midnight. Yep. <laughs> when you listen to yep. this. So it's either you listen before midnight tonight, it's a uh, happy early birthday to me. If it's after midnight, happy birthday to me, basically. There you go. Um, but yeah, Fastlane, uh, Fastlane usually happens right before the pay-per-view right before uh, WrestleMania. They didn't do a pay-per-view before WrestleMania. They kind of had the month off, basically, didn't they? Yeah. That was last year. So it was a little odd, and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we're going to do Fastlane in October. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's not when you do Fastlane. Because you're usually on the fast track. Fastlane's right before WrestleMania. Usually, so it's, Yeah, it's the pay-per-view right before. It's, it's like, a month before. Because I remember last year I talked a lot of smack about Fastlane. And then and I, actually, like, I didn't want to watch it. I just hated it. And then we actually watched it, and I was like, oh, well, didn't they have Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns and it was it was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, it wasn't this. It wasn't last year. It was the year before because it was. Remember, it was the first uh, Peacock pay per view. Oh yeah. And you're and I was so, just downplaying it and just being. Yeah, you were being. Spiteful. I was being spiteful about it, dude. And I was like, I freaking hate this pay per view, dude. Because they usually don't do shit with it. That's why. And then, and then, of course, we then ragged on it a little bit afterwards. Well, like, well it was the first one for Peacock. They kind of wanted to get a hype going for WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we need to rag on it just a little bit. Ragged on. I mean, cock. it was still a good pay-per-view, though. We ragged on the cock, bro. Hey, man. Sometimes you just got to sometimes you just got to beat the cock, bro. <laughs> uh, it just happens. I mean, come on. Shout out Pat McAfee. Do what you got to do. <laughs> That's right. 
All right, so let's uh, get break it down. So we have one, two, three, four, five already known matches. Obviously, uh, with SmackDown tomorrow night, yeah. anything can change and be added. So yeah, exactly. We'll just uh, not in any particular order. Let's just break it down. This one surprised me because we had the last pay per view. They kind of are they. Um, Cena was involved in it a little bit. Um, it was L.A. Knight versus The Miz. Cena got himself involved as a uh, special guest referee. We kind of had a little bit of tension between all of them. But L.A. Knight and John Cena teaming up to take on Solo and Jimmy Stuso. Yeah, man. This, this is, surprised the hell out this, of me. Yeah, me too. Because I don't think L.A. Knight really cares for John Cena. He doesn't really care about him, period. So the fact that they threw this match together and put these guys together and said, here, you're going to go against... You know, Solo and Jimmy, it's like, yeah. Whoa. But if you haven't been paying attention to SmackDown, it looks like there's not a great, great chemistry going on between Jimmy and Solo either. Yeah, so, Jimmy's like, no, Jimmy's an idiot. He's acting like he's like the. He's acting like he's the, the head of the tribal table. key, tribal queef. <laughs> I was about to say, are you about to say tribal queef? Just, <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, what were you doing, bro? Queef tree? What do you want? I mean. I don't know, dude. There's this TikTok guy I've been followed, and he calls Roman Reigns the tribal queef. And I honestly think Jimmy is totally trying to be Roman right now. I mean, he's Except done something. He's like the wish version of it, you know? So yeah. he's this tribal queef. Yeah, he, he's done quite a few things that are uh, Roman-esque. He's asked for the microphone from Heyman. Like yeah, dude. Like, and Heyman just looks at him like, are you stupid? What yeah. are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? We're not, oh, we, yeah, don't do, not. we don't do that here. Yeah, no, Roman. So uh, that's going to be interesting to see what happens about that one. I was just kind of just, just thrown off by, by Cena and Knight, and I'm like, because, you know, the SmackDown, they're solo, and Jimmy are just beating up everybody. Like, who's no one's going to be his partner because we're going to beat up everybody. And then all of a sudden, LA Knight just shows up. Help Cena, you know, take care of business and then signs a contract. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of um, combustible elements in that one. Definitely, bro. It's going to be very interesting to see where it goes. But mm-hmm. I, I think the uh, the the um, bloodline is going down on this one, bro. Probably. So. All right. Next up. Uh, like I said, this is in no particular order, so we're just going based off the matches they have listed here. Uh, World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins takes on Shinsuke Nakamura in a last man standing match. Uh, I, I, I would have to say that probably Shinsuke is going to win this. And the only reason why I say that is because, you know, Seth has been dealing with a back injury for a very long time. And maybe it's time for him to take a break. Yeah, but we also kind of predicted a possibility of him dropping this title at before, and he didn't do it. Also, then maybe having the money in the bank cash in on it. That's why it makes you wonder: is like, is this just like, is this like storyline? Is his back really hurt, or is it just? I don't know. I mean, because that's what we obviously know. That's what Shinsuke is going to target the whole match. Yeah, it's a supposed back injury to try to keep him down. So we'll see what happens um, with that. Um, this is going to be a good match. I mean, it, it, it'll be entertaining, that's for sure. Absolutely. I mean, you know, last man standing match, anything can happen. 
So, uh, you know, obviously, Rollins is going to try to do whatever he can to, you know, survive, but it's, it's definitely going to be an uh, interesting match for that. And possibly a title change. We'll see. All right, WWE Women's Champion Io Sky versus Charlotte Flair versus Asuka in a triple threat match. This is going to be a test for Io, dude. Yeah. Um, having both the Empress of Tomorrow and the Queen. It's going to be bad, dude. Um, the only way she's coming out with this win is if... if uh, Damage control Damage helps out. control helps out because I honestly think that well in a triple threat match, no, no rules. rules, so we could see damage control coming to help it out. Yep. Uh, I've a lot of people have been wondering about Io as champion because she's a champion, and but yet she's still kind of being shown around as a sidekick in damage control with Bailey kind of still being in charge. What do you think? Uh, I don't know because the way she wrestled against Oscar. On Friday, not this past Friday, but last Friday, she actually showed out. So, um, I think it's more of a Bailey being Bailey type thing, and maybe not wanting to take a backseat to Eo. Maybe. So, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it because it's been brought up. I've seen in in uh, you know posts and stuff on. Oh yeah, it's, de- it's definitely. A good little stare to see what happens between it because you know they've been together for a little over a year now. Yeah. So at some point Bailey is probably going to drop both of them. So probably at some point. Um, maybe when she like comes around somehow steals the title from you. Something man. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we'll never get the the good Bailey back, but not even. No, but. It is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, I'd still give her a hug if she'd let me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Booty grab. Oh, anyways. Uh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, yeah. uh, moving on. Moving on. So then uh, next up, we have the Latina World Order taking on Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. A uh, little interesting going into this match because we had some tension on both sides, honestly, a little bit. You know, I mean, I, I know it, they don't play it off as that. They try to pull it off as a respect thing, but Rey Mysterio and was it um is it what's his name? Is it uh, yeah, yeah, I'm drawing a blank too. Is it I know who you're talking about. It's not Santana. That's not his name, right? No. Oh my goodness, that's bad. Why did I just like blank on Why his name? Why am I blanking? But anyways, I mean that that match, you know, we had a you know, we just had them go against each other for United States title, so that was interesting. Um, you know, the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley have had a little bit of tension. They didn't like how Bobby Lashley kind of handled some things recently. Well, I mean, the Street so, Profits have always been good guys, so it's kind of weird for them to try and try out the heel thing, and they're not really good at it. So True. So I'm just kind of like, eh, this is going to be interesting and quite volatile triple threat uh, Santos Escobar. Yeah, Santos Escobar. Jesus. Dude, I don't even know why I drew a blank because I was like, I, I I could picture him, I could see him, but I couldn't get the name. I was like, uh, Me too. We're hey, sorry. We're old. We're sorry, Santos. We're old. That's our bad. That's our bad. But anyway, so this could be interesting. Uh, an interesting uh, six-man tag match. Um, yeah. Because some bottle, some, again, possible 
volatile chemicals, you know, issues. Chemistry Definitely things. Definitely going to be fun to watch. I still, I still think when it comes to everything, I think the LWO can put it, put aside their differences better. Oh, yeah. Um, but unfortunately, that's a lot of power on the Bobby Lashley and Street Profits side. And the Street Profits are a well-known tag team. So, you know, between them and Bobby Lashley, it's going to be an interesting match because – that's gonna yeah, be a that's a big hill to climb a through. That's a three-headed monster right there, dude. Yep. All right, and speaking of tag matches, and also some interesting dis- dissension going on here, and volatile chemicals connecting together, the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champion Finn Balor and Damian Priest will take on the unlikely team of Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. Oh man, this can be good, man. Yeah, dude, we, we've all been wondering what's going on with this, and we finally know, right? Yeah, we so, finally know. It's, uh, you know, Cody Rhodes came out with his little announcement, so there you go. Yeah, this one is going to be very interesting. Uh, Cody and Jay teaming up is going to be kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, we've had a lot of tension in Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Have late. And then them trying to get Jay to join and all that other crap. Yeah. yeah. So the potential for this thing to be a powder, uh, a powder, powder keg, keg yeah, yeah, is quite phenomenal. Um, and also rumors of outside interference still coming. Yeah. And not just from Judgment Day. But some help might be on the way for Cody and Jay if Jay doesn't just turn on Cody. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be... Extremely interesting and a joy to watch, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I can't wait, dude. Sounds like it's going to be a good good match card. Yeah, and, you know, hopefully they'll maybe add some decent filler in there because five matches is a little light for a pay-per-view. Yeah, but, I mean, five matches is still still a good card. Yeah, I mean, still, yeah. So, kind of stretch it. Um, of course. You know, pay-per-views, they go longer than the matches do. You focus more on the wrestling, not so much storylines. So. True. And there's that. <laughs> All right. So uh, anything else you want to talk about? No, no, I'm just happy that, you know, I'm I'm actually excited about wrestling lately because mm-hmm. I've been kind of dull with it and just kind of like, eh. What about your soapbox? Oh, you want me to go on that? You want me to go on that tangent with... Becky Lynch being the NXT Women's Champion. Well, you know, what the hell is that? The man does not need the freaking NXT Women's Championship. True. Well, what about also your theory on superstars going to NXT? <laughs> My theory is most time if they go over there, if they're, they're an older superstar, they're trying to weed them out. It's like going down to the minors. Yeah. So, um, it, I don't know. Uh, Honestly, maybe it's Becky's way of getting a title because, you know, I mean, you're not going to get the title from, 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 uh, from, I can't even think right now, Rhea right now because Rhea's been on a roll. Yeah. EO Sky is kind of doing her thing over there. And, you know, I mean, Becky wants to be a champion. So I guess there you go. I don't, so I don't know. Weird. It's just weird. It's so weird and awkward. And I don't know. 
I'm still not used to it. I'm like, what the? Because, but now it makes you wonder if she's how long she's gonna stay there to help kind of push Jade. Yeah. Because now it's like you almost want her to stay just for that aspect. Because we know it's still gonna be a short run for Jade. There's no way you're gonna keep her in NXT that long. But what a name but for your first take, title to take out Becky Lynch for your first title. Yeah, dude. That, that's a Maybe that's what they've been doing. Maybe maybe that's the whole the whole plan with it. Yeah. So um final That's little, good thinking. Yeah. Final little tidbit. What do you think of uh Paul Heyman now helping out with Braun Breaker? He's supposed he showed up at NXT that was Braun. Pretty crazy, but I know Paul Heyman has ties all the way back through WCW days, all that. So he might have been real tight with the Steiners. And maybe he's looking for a new protege because, you know, where's Roman? Where's Roman? Well, he's Roman, on, where are you? He's on vacation. I know he's on vacation. But he he don't care. He, he don't give him. <laughs> you, think, you, think, you think, though, that Paul Heyman wants to carry on with the Bud line? Look how freaking shot out they are right now. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, maybe he's looking for other opportunities. Yeah. And no one bringing Braun Breaker into the fold? He's already a beast. You put Paul Heyman with him? Yeah. That might, be, that might be his new Brock Lesnar. Yikes. I'm scared. <laughs> um, I'm interested. I'm very interested. Uh, I can't, he's going to be a Paul Heyman guy. He, he need, but he needs to get off the NXT roster. It's time for him to move up. Definitely. Uh, final thoughts on what's been going on with Drew McIntyre. Is he going heels? What's going on? I think he's like Triple H, dude. It doesn't matter what he does. You can still he could be a bad guy. He could be a good guy. You're still gonna love him, hate him, respect him, whatever you're gonna do. But Drew McIntyre is just done pandering to everybody else, and maybe he's got a chip on his shoulder because he's tired of not holding a championship. Yeah. So maybe he's just bitter and being pissed off. I can see that. But what do you think of the rumors are going around that he could end up being the leader of Judgment Day? Uh, I don't know. I think that Judgment Day, they have too many egos in it for him to even step in and be like, oh, I'm going to be the leader. Because nobody takes him serious anyways. Because, I mean, after Edge left, you had, what, Finn Balor that jumped in and all of a sudden said, no one's a leader here. And they have no direction with them other than they're all champions. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm still wondering what the hell, you know, Damian Priest is doing. Cash in your damn shit, dude. Like, why haven't you done that yet? We thought he was going to do it the last pay-per-view. He didn't do it. Yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's a possibility. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. Man. I'm looking forward to it, though. This is going to be interesting uh, pay-per-view. Um, interesting storylines that could potentially come, uh, you know, soon to be arrivals. Hopefully, it's one of them to the main roster and Braun Breaker. Maybe an into rivalry with Seth Rollins and Shinsuke, because I'd like to see somebody else go after the title or something. Something we need something different. Something shake it up a little bit because. You know, you you sat there and said, oh, we're going to bring a new title, a title that's going to be defended every week. 
because one's not defended enough. Well, guess what? Now that one isn't even there at all. So we've only got one title again. So what the hell? One main title, yeah. It's okay. Well, at least the good news is though, it's not the one main title is gone, and you don't have another main title. Yeah. So that's the good news. So that one title can be gone. Still weird that he's technically three belts. I've seen a meme on, I think it was Facebook, somebody said, congratulations to, to Roman Reigns for not defending your title for a thousand, for over a thousand, or a hundred days now. It's a hundred days because, you know, it's been over three months or so since he last defended the title. Him. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, that's just that old chestnut that we don't we don't pull the strings on that one. I don't pull the strings on that one because I really do care about Roman, and I think that Roman is a good wrestler, and I think that the WWE has just totally spun his character out of control. Yeah. 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 Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just yeah. Leave, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Just leave it at that. He could have been John Cena 2.0. On that note, that's all I'm saying. On that note, uh-huh. we're going to be gone. Well, so we don't want me to jump on another soapbox, bro. Really no. don't. Come on, dude. Really don't. Come anyway, on, no. bro. No. Come on, let's jump on. I'm going to roll you out let's of this jump office. Let's wagon. Let's do it. No, we're not. Anyway. Uh-huh. So, man, that was a good pay per view or pay per view preview <laughs> episode. <laughs> It was, dude. It's good to be back, dude. Good to be, good to be back. Trying to, trying to keep it on a uh, schedule a little bit. I'm so, glad you didn't have to worry in real bad with your tooth today. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, next week I will not be able to do the podcast. I will have my tooth removed on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, and I'm also taking Thursday off from work, so I'm Wednesday, Thursday. So, guys, unfortunately, I'm going to be out of commission next week. So. Unfortunately, next week we'll not be doing football or wrestling talk. Yeah. But hopefully, the week after, we back ready to go. Yep. Because luckily, too, also the Ducks and Huskies will have played that weekend. The weekend, the week we come back, the weekend before we come back. Yeah. So at least we'll have the Ducks to talk about because I'll be happy. Because uh, Florida's pissing me off. There you go. Um, I'm hoping they'll beat Vanderbilt this weekend, but. If they don't, dude, we should just give up on them. Uh, and I hate to say that, but I'm not becoming a Seminoles fan. No, I am no. not. And I'm not becoming a Hurricanes fan. I will I be a Central Florida fan. Exactly. Go Knights, baby. Go Knights. Gators don't make me do that. I just I can't do that. I don't want to. But if I have to, I will. There you go. <sighs> Anyways, come on, Duck Football. Come on, Duck Football. Why we got to be off this weekend? Anyways. All right, let's go. Cause all right. you know you're gonna get on a soapbox here too. Yeah, yeah. All right, so guys, we'll see you all. We'll talk to you all in two weeks. Y'all have a good one. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. But be sure to check us out on our social medias on Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at. Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W I T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.